This is the Happy Hour Effect, Episode 3. You want more exposure for your work, for your book, for your message? Then this episode is for you. This is Kristen Brown with The Happy Hour Effect, and this is episode three, and we are going to be talking about one of my very favorite subjects, and that is how to get more exposure for your work. Now, whether you're an entrepreneur or an author, you work in a nine-to-five for a brand that needs more exposure, it's really crucial for success, for sales, for engagement, for influence, and for reputation to have that presence out there in the media, to be on TV, to be on the radio, to do a show like this, to interview with the local newspaper, so that your brand is seen more positively in the light of the media and in the minds of your consumers, they are going to say, oh man, wow, they were seen on the cover of the latest Time magazine, they were seen in the local newspaper, they were interviewed by someone really influential, and I trust that that media exposure means that they must know what the heck they're doing. They're credible, and I like that they're out there doing something different, especially if the message that you're putting out there in the media is one that is congruent with your brand message, that it's doing something to improve the world, and that you're really providing value to the people that are watching and to the audience, and that you're giving them something that makes them say, hey, I want to know more. I want to go to their website. I want to go to their store. I want to go buy their book. I want to be a part of that person's world because of this amazing stuff they're sharing in the media. Now, for those of you that don't know me, if you're just catching up and, and getting into the happy hour effect, I've been seen in the media over 125 times, locally, regionally, nationally. I've been on Live with Kelly and Michael. I've been on HLN. I'm a regular on some of my local news programs. And the secret to doing really good media isn't necessarily the appearance itself. It's what you do with that appearance and where you put it in your sales and marketing plan that really influence how that media is going to go to work for you. We're going to do some future episodes where we really talk about positioning of those appearances. But so many people get lost and get stuck because they don't even know where to begin to start getting media, right? They don't know who to reach out to. They don't know what tools to use. They don't know how to write the right pitch email. They don't know how to write a press release. They don't know how to approach this crazy kind of secretive world of media that's really fickle. It's hard to get into some of these media outlets. It's hard to get on people's radars. Some of the media producers, editors get thousands of emails every week, and some get that many every day. When you're talking about the Today Show and some of those big daytime TV programs, they're getting thousands of pitches from people just like you that want to get on TV too. Why? Because it's a huge credibility booster. When I was on Live with Kelly and Michael, I was able to quadruple my speaking fees, quadruple my coaching and consulting rates, an instant credibility booster. The interesting thing about it, and people are shocked when I tell them this, but when I was on that show, I did not have a book sale spike. They showed my book cover right on the screen during the appearance, but I did not have a book sale spike. You know why? Because that audience is too diverse. It's too big. It's not as much of a niche audience as some of the other shows that I go on. There's a show that I appear on pretty regularly here in Minneapolis. It's a radio show on a Sunday afternoon on WCCO Radio with Roshini Rajkumar. And every time I appear on that show, I do have a little book sale spike. And I'll tell you why. It's because her audience 
goes to her and listens to her every Sunday because they know that she's going to provide them quality, hard and soft news that, that they're looking for. They like her, they like her show, and they trust that she's going to bring them guests that they like. So every time I go on that show, she screened me. She knows that her audience likes me. I give her audience something of value. And every time I'm on that show, even though it's just a, a local radio show streamed all over, terrestrially and online, I do have that book sale spike. So you have to see the difference there in the type of media and what it does for you. The first step, though, is really learning how to get started in media. So today I really I want to give you those tools to get you started, get you pointed in the right direction so that you even have a clue as to where to begin in getting your media plan off the ground. I'll give you some background on me beyond the media. I actually am a publicist as well. I have a company called Lit PR, and I help authors, entrepreneurs, and big-hearted brands position what they already know for media exposure, and then helping them, of course, position their messaging and fine-tune their call to action and how they're going to look and sound on air and on the page if it's a, a written appearance. And then afterwards, how are you going to use that appearance to really bolster your sales and engagement plans with the rest of your company? So I do have both experience on air, behind the scenes, and helping other people do this. So I know a little bit about what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you want more information about my PR stuff, you can just go to litpr.com and you can learn all about me and some of the stuff that I do there. But I wanted to tell you that so that you know that I'm not just doing it for myself, that I do it for others as well. I host events and trainings and all kinds of things on how to get PR. And the first thing I always tell people, and some people do not like to hear this, is that you need to ensure that you're buzzworthy and media-worthy in the first place. Well, I have a book. I have this product. I have this service. Isn't that enough? No, it is not, because there are 8 million books and more growing every single day on Amazon. There are millions of chiropractors, there are millions of dentists, there are millions of realtors, there are millions of salespeople, there are millions of companies out there. Just having that is not buzzworthy. It is not media worthy. You need to pull out all of the elements of your brand that make you interesting, that make you engaging, that the audience wants to hear about, and that is what becomes your pitch. So I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. I'll give you an example from my own personal experience. So I have two best-selling books. My first book is a memoir called The Best Worst Thing about my journey through widowhood. I was widowed seven years ago with a new baby and had some difficulty in corporate America. It was right as the economy crashed. So that book is very difficult to position because it's a personal story. It almost reads like a novel. My second book, The Happy Hour Effect, 12 Secrets to Minimize Stress and Maximize Life, is a self-help book. It is filled with literally hundreds of tips that I can pull out and use to pitch the media segments that their audience will enjoy. When I pitched Live with Kelly and Michael, they saw a video of mine online. When my book came out, I did a whole bunch of YouTube videos about different elements of my book. They saw one of those videos and asked if I would do a segment. And so we crafted a pitch about sleep, 13 sleep tips for 2013. <laughs> I think it was something like that. And so I was able to take something out of the book spin it so that the audience would benefit from it. That's always the key. You need to ensure that what you're putting out to the world is buzzworthy, is media worthy, so that you'll get the attention of the media, okay? So if you call me and say, hey, can you get me on TV? I will ask you, what makes you buzzworthy? And that is the first step in determining 
where you're going to go, what direction you're going to take, what media outlets we're going to pitch, that you're going to pitch if you decide to do it on your own, is how you're going to position all of the elements of your brand to draw in the audience and to give the audience value. It's always about the audience, 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 audience. And I'll tell you why. The media make money based on advertisers, right? The advertisers pay a certain amount that's all determined by viewers, by clicks, by people that are listening. And those ad rates, is that's how the media makes money. So if you are on that show, your job, your only job is to keep those viewers tuned in. You do not want them to turn the channel. You do not want them to flip down the radio dial. You do not want them to click off that website. And you do not want them to turn the page of that magazine or newspaper. You have to be so interesting, so engaging, and so entertaining that the viewer stays tuned in so that those advertisers see the viewership and they see that viewers are tuning in and staying tuned in so that they will continue to pay those advertising rates to the media outlet. Make sense? A lot of people have an aha moment when I tell that little story because it is crucial that that is what you keep in mind, that you got to keep those people tuned in. And if you start talking about your book and about how great your product or service is or about how wonderful your practice is, boring. People are going to turn the channel. It doesn't mean you're not, you don't provide great service or that you don't have a wonderful product, but that is not what people want to hear about. They don't want a sales pitch. They want something that they can use in their own life right now. Okay. So number one tip to boost your exposure, you need to be buzzworthy. And that means pulling out the elements of your brand that provides value to the audience so that they don't turn the channel and tune out. Number one, be buzzworthy. All right. The second is you need to master your pitch. You need to know how to craft that pitch, that email, that phone call, that letter to the media so that they'll pay attention. Because you can't just send a note and say, hey, I'm Kristen Brown and I want to be on your show because I have a really great new book. That thing will get deleted. If the subject line says anything like media pitch or something that every other person is saying, it's probably not going to get read. Might just get deleted without even being opened. So the first step in creating a pitch is to make sure that that subject line, that hook, is really unique, really interesting, and really engaging. And in the last episode, I talked a lot about brand and how to not be boring. You could actually use some of those tips in creating a subject line and a hook that draws the media in to open that email, that letter, and answer that phone call in the first place. Now, I have a freebie for you. If you go to the show notes page, you can just go to happyhoureffect.com podcast episode three, there's a freebie there. You could go download it now and that can help you as we go through this next section. And it has a perfect PR pitch template and it walks you exactly through what you need to do and write and create for each little section of your pitch because it needs to be short and concise. It needs to be engaging and it needs to be informational so that that media, whether it's an editor or a producer, journalist, writer, whoever it is, they can immediately visualize how that pitch, how your information is going to benefit the audience and how it's going to be translated on air or on the page. So that go there to happyhoureffect.com podcast episode three and that freebie download template is there right there for you, the perfect PR pitch template. And you can use that to craft your own pitch. And so what goes into that is there's an opening where you have to create the hook, 
the really engaging element of the story. What is it that's going to be used to draw in the audience? So think about it when you're watching a news program, and right before they go to a commercial break, they say, come back because we'll be talking about the five things that can make you lose 20 pounds overnight. That is a hook. That is what is going to get the audience to stay tuned in through that commercial break so they can hear the five things that will help them lose weight overnight. You need to craft your pitch that exact same way and open with that. You need to open with that strong statement that's going to get the media to want to keep reading and learn more about what this could potentially do for their audience. The next section is to just detail out within a couple of bullet points the elements of the segment. So in the case of the five ways to lose 20 pounds overnight, you would say one, two, three, four, five. One, stop eating forever. (laughs) Two, cut off your left arm. (laughs) Three, you get where I'm going here? The five things that you're talking about, just quick bullets, one sentence each to outline what that segment or that story or that pitch looks like. Then you want to have a little bit about you and just one or two sentences that really shows your credibility. Why are you the person that should be talking about this topic? What makes you relevant? What makes this timely? What makes you an expert on this topic? And sometimes that is a book. You may have a new book out that really says, hey, this book's powerful and interesting. Here's why and here's something out of it that can benefit your audience. So in that case, your book, your product, your service, your company, Those are credibility boosters that bolster the hook that you're going to be talking about. And then finally, you want to put something in there. You can either put it right at the beginning as the very opening sentence or weave it in some sort of direct connection to that media. So that means you need to prove that you have done your research. You know what types of shows, what types of guests, what types of topics and information they have in their media outlet and show that you've done your research. So that might mean that you say, Dear Jane, I noticed last week you did a segment on how to lose 20 pounds overnight. I'm a weight loss expert, and I actually have three reasons to spread your weight loss out across a longer period of time. Here's why that is important. And then you go into the rest of the pitch. So you can see there that there are different approaches you can take. And on the perfect PR pitch template, it walks you through where that can be woven in. And I actually write a sample pitch there as an example so you can see what it would look like. And you can translate this pitch into a call, into an email, into a letter. You can meet someone in person and give a little spiel without being too cheesy and too salesy. But always be thinking about how to position what you have to offer in a way that's really engaging and beneficial and valuable for the audience. All right, so that's number two, is to master your pitch. And there's a lot that goes into pitching, and it's very time-consuming. People always say, why does PR and why do publicists cost so much? I've been quoted up to $20,000 a month when I was just getting started in the early days. And it's amazing. At the time, I wondered the same thing. But now, as a publicist, I understand why PR costs so much. It's because of the sheer time-consuming nature of the job. You are creating customized pitches. A good publicist will be creating customized pitches for every outreach. They won't be sending a generic press release. They won't be sending out a generic cut-and-paste email. They won't be calling and saying, hey, you want to hear how great I am? That will never, ever, ever work. So be sure 
that you are really committing, if you're going to go after this yourself, that you're doing it the right way, that you're customizing your outreach, that you're taking the time to do the research, that you're really creating memorable and engaging segments and pitches that the media will love because it directly targets their audience. Because remember, the audience of a daytime talk show is much different than your local newspaper. So you need to do research on both. And the audience and the topics vary even by the same type of media outlet. So make sure you're doing your research. All right, that was number two, mastering your pitch. Number three is to use tools. You know, you don't have to go at this blindly. And there are a lot of things out there that you can use to get started reaching out to the media. I'm going to give you some free ones and some paid ones. But first, I want to talk about social media because social media is a great way to connect with the media. Producers, journalists, editors, writers, hosts, they are out there. They're on Twitter. They're on LinkedIn. They're on Facebook. They're on Google+. And the websites often list out an email address of some of these media people. And so use those as a way in without being a pest. The last thing you want to do is be a pest. You have to be easy to work with. You have to be a pleasure to interact with. You have to be fun to be around. You have to be someone who makes their job easier. If you're doing something that's annoying, if you're being in their face and you're being salesy and you're being pushy all the time, you will not get on that news outlet. So you need to be sure that you are being easy. Easy is the key. Make their job easy and be easy to work with. Now, a couple of tools that you can use. First, I'll give you some free ones, then I'll give you some paid ones. The first one is Harrow. Help a reporter out. It's helpareporter.com. Harrow is what it's called in the industry. And this is a free service where you can sign up to get media inquiries put out via email and you get them a couple, two, three times a day. And in there, it's broken out by category. There's travel, there's business, lifestyle, general, there's a couple others. And it is media, both small, large, print, TV, radio, looking for guests, for quotes, for insights, for citations, for stories from people like us. They have to fill up a lot of space, a lot of time, sometimes every single day. So there are people looking for guests all the time. And so you can go in there and you can see the different queries that are being put out by the media and go in and you can respond to those. Here's the thing. I would not start responding to any media until... You have ensured that your product, brand, book, service is positioned in a buzzworthy way. So I'm happy to have you drop me a note and just say, hey, do you think that I'm ready and I can take a quick peek at your website and let you know if you're up to snuff? Because you do need to have a, something on your website where they can go and see you in action. They need to be able, especially if it's TV or radio, they want to make sure that if they have you on air, that you are going to be entertaining and engaging and not salesy. All those things I talked about before. So you do need to have a decent website with great video and ways they can see you in action. So drop me a note if you want me to do that for you. I'm happy to go take a quick look at your website, Kristen at happyhoureffect.com. It's not going to be a full-on PR consultation. You know, that's a whole different deal. But I am happy to just do that quick little look for you. So send me that note. And then once you've decided that you are truly 
buzzworthy and you have your pitch master, then you can start reaching out to the media using these tools. Harrow is the first one I've mentioned, help a reporter. The second is PRlog.com. That is a place where you can send out free press releases. Now, press releases, I have a love-hate relationship with them because they're generic. They are not customized. It's just a way to spread news. And the best thing about a press release really is what it can do for you is it can actually get you a little bit of web traffic and some web impressions and some search engine optimization benefits if you write the press release in the right way. So if you want to know more about press releases and my thoughts on those, stay tuned for a future episode because we're going to do a whole episode on press releases. But if you need some insight in advance, just drop me a note or go to Facebook and leave a comment and I'll, I'll answer it there. But PR Log is a place where you can submit free press releases, can get you a little traffic, get you a little SEO, and can just be a link back that you can put on your website to just add a little bit of credibility and say, hey, look where I've been seen. Kind of cool. Okay, a couple of paid options. One that I love, love, love is prleads.com. Now, I know the owner personally. Dan Janelle is a PR expert, internationally known. He's one of the pioneers of online marketing. He's truly, he knows everything there is to know about PR and online marketing. But his website, prleads.com, is a place similar to Harrow, but it's a higher caliber. They're screened. He has them where you can filter it so you can only get what you want to see. You don't have to wade through. It's amazing, amazing, and it's such an amazing investment. It's not very expensive. It's a great way to get your feet wet into PR. And he also has some press release services there as well and some PR media lists and things like that that you can purchase to really get you started off on the right foot. Highly, highly recommend PRleads.com. And then another website for press release distribution is prweb.com. Similar to PRLog, it's just a little bit higher quality because of the branding behind it and the umbrella company behind it. And there are free and paid options there as well. And I really like that one. I've used that one for most of my book release clients and my own as well, just because it's a great platform and tool. And it's just a, a little bit higher quality than PRLog in my mind. And if you really, really want to go big and you got some money to spend, there are some PR subscription services with databases of media that are constantly updated with different tools, tracking tools, reputation management, things like that. They're expensive in the thousands and thousands of dollars, sometimes monthly, sometimes for the year, depends on what levels of subscription you get. I'm just going to list them quickly. One is Cision, C-I-S-I-O-N. That is what I use in my PR agency. One is Vocus, V-O-C-U-S, and one is PR Newswire. And I have those listed on the show notes page. So if you want more information about those, you're ready to make an investment as a company and you're ready to take it seriously, you can get those links right to those sites, as well as the ones I've already mentioned, Harrow, PR Leads, PR Web, and PR Log, right on the show notes page, as well as a direct link to my PR company, Lit PR. All right, so those are the three tools for you today. One, be buzzworthy. Two, master your pitch. Three, use the tools that are available to you. And again, I've got the free PR pitch template on the show notes page. And I'm happy to go and do a quick website check to make sure that you've got yourself positioned as buzzworthy. Just 
drop me a note, Kristen at happyhoureffect.com. And of course, if you have any other feedback, any other questions, any other show ideas that you'd like me to talk about on a future show, please send them my way. I am going to do a monthly Q&A show where I'm going to take all of the questions and lump them all together and just do a a big Q&A dump on you guys so that I'm really hitting all the things that you want to hear. So I want to thank you for joining me again today on this episode three of the Happy Hour Effect. I'm Kristen Brown. If you liked the show, you want to see more of it, I would love it if you would leave me a five-star rating anywhere that you listen. Leave a comment below on the show notes page. I love to have comments and hear what you're thinking about. And of course, please spread the love. Share us on social media, share the show with your friends and family, and share it at work. Really, really would appreciate it. So thanks for joining me. And I look forward to seeing you next time.